This is the art of femininity. Today's episode has been sponsored by Aristo, a feminine lifestyle company meaning the best of its kind, noblest, bravest, most virtuous. Aristo merges faith, femininity, fellowship, and fashion through three distinct divisions, the association, the academy, and the atelier. If you would like to learn more about Aristo, please visit www.aristoandco.ca and follow us on Instagram at aristoandco.ca. Let us begin. Every year, we can typically be found asking the question or being asked, so any New Year's resolutions? But what if each of us considered instead that this year could be the start of a new era of our life story? Sometimes a significant event, such as starting a new career, moving into a new house, getting married, or having a child naturally initiates the beginning of a new era and almost seems to immediately end the previous. Think of the transition of the crown with the death of Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The end of her reign marked the end of an era, not only for the United Kingdom, but for the entire world. But just as powerful as a world event can prompt a transition into a new era across the globe, so too can a personal discovery transition our lives into a new era of our life story. Conversely, historians typically attribute the end of an era to a simple fading away as more and more people forget that they are actually a part of an era. And the same can be true for our own life. Over time, who you are gradually changes and you fade into the next era of your life most of the time without fully realizing it. If the beginning of a new era can begin abruptly or happen gradually, what about prompting a new era intentionally? Perhaps this new era that's being done consciously would have far more potential to be abundantly above all that you could think and even more deeply fulfilling to the desires of your heart in your life if you weren't pushed or unknowingly guided into it. Today, I'm asking you to reflect and consider beginning a new era. The key to ending the previous is to acknowledge the benefits you're welcoming into your life by ending it and beginning anew. It's also recognizing that just because one has ended doesn't mean it was bad. It just means it's simply run its course. Furthermore, a new era does not necessarily mean easier, but the benefits will far outweigh the challenges. Because part of bringing in something new means letting go of the past and making both small and large life decisions right now, some of which can be incredibly difficult and addressing some of those decisions you've maybe avoided making. That's why I'm inviting you to enter this new era of femininity, a new era of challenging yourself to make those hard life-altering decisions we just talked about, to grow, learn, experiment, change, and become and start living beyond what you ever thought was truly possible. If we can prompt this intentionally, then we need to prompt ourselves to love learning, to love being corrected, and realize that none of us are above reproach. So you will need childlike humility. This should not be taken offensively, no. You see, children are eager to learn and understand. They constantly ask questions because they need guidance and instruction. And childlike humility is required for transformation and ultimately greatness. 
it's a disposition and it's actually a form of submission. Now, I know our culture hates this word and you might in fact feel triggered by it, but just wait. If it's to the right authority and when you truly understand it, it's beautiful. Submission is actually yielding, trusting, excited, open to correction and can receive nurturing and ultimately blossoms under that trusted authority. Alternatively, a person who lacks this kind of childlike humility is a person who thinks of themselves as being above reproach and believes themselves to be more intelligent than most people. It's possible they knowingly act this way or they might unknowingly act this way. If it's the latter, they are actually ignorant to their own arrogance. Ask yourself, could this be me? Regardless, there is no room for an arrogant person to improve themselves because they do not recognize their flaws. A person who isn't humble does not have a growth mindset. The art of femininity was created to support women at every stage of life in this kind of growth and development. It's for the woman who's eager to learn more about her innate femininity, but it's also for the skeptic. It's for the woman who is contemplating the idea of transitioning and also for the woman who has already transitioned and does not identify as female. All of who are actively searching out a solid resource on what it really means to be a woman and a starting point for those searching out a safe place to start their journey in detransitioning and a place for all to experience life-altering transformation from the inside out. This podcast will cover a range of topics focusing on femininity from a personal, relational, professional, social, and lifestyle perspective, not only for an improved life, but for a more aligned life, a more fulfilling one. The content will be grounded in the word of God because if we're going to talk about femininity, we need the most reliable resource and who else than the one who created us. In terms of what you can expect, a range of topics will be covered from faith, values, identity, mindset, behaviors, diction, appearance, even friendships, dating, intimacy, etiquette, hospitality, hobbies, home design, organization, and everything in between to the highest standards of excellence. Now to formally introduce myself, my name is Angeline Carey and first and foremost is my faith. I am a follower of Christ, yet it should be said I have not always lived a life for Christ. I'm presently involved in women's ministry at Grace Toronto Church, and as you may be starting to gather, I'm on a mission. That is, simply put, to serve women. With a background in communications and public relations and over a decade employed by various top-tier brands in lifestyle marketing, I've supported CEOs and key stakeholders. I've been recognized and enrolled in extensive leadership training programs with world-renowned organizations such as Disney's Leadership of Excellence and the Ritz-Carlton's Leadership Center. I've traveled the world in major cities such as Geneva, Luzerne, Zurich, New York, Chicago, Calgary, Vancouver, responsible for brand planning and beyond on behalf of the Canadian market and taken the stage to train mass audiences. But I've always felt marketing would be a stepping stone to something more and that more I was yearning for was purpose. After years of helping build the identities of large-scale brands, I felt called to leverage my multifaceted experience to help women in their own identity. That's why I launched Aristo, a feminine lifestyle company and the official sponsor of this podcast. 
The definition of Aristo is the best of its kind, noblest, bravest, most virtuous, and is a forming element of the word aristocracy. Now, this is important because historically, aristocrats have been associated by both virtues and wealth. As a result, have been entrusted with authority and power. But we all have authority. It's available to all of us and is not ruled by wealth, social class, bloodlines, crowns, titles, or the hierarchy of the system. That authority comes from God and has been passed down to all of us. It's in the power of our femininity, enabling us to create and delegate the change we wish to see in ourselves and the world around us. I knew I wanted to create a company with a heartbeat. In a world where I sensed people were really struggling to know who they truly are, I wanted to invite women to join me in embracing their true identity and channel it from the inside out in community to have a place to experience the life-altering transformation that I believe happens only in our femininity and become who we all have the potential to be from the seat of the soul, the very definition of Aristo and beyond. You see, I believe undoubtedly that my mission in serving women is not merely my own. I believe my mission supports a greater plan, God's plan, to see his promises made to all of us fulfilled in this life and in the life to come, in eternity. So what are you waiting for? Don't you see? This is for you. Thank you for listening to the very first episode on the art of femininity. I hope you join me on this new era that's just begun and stay tuned for the following episodes. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at mlle.angelinecarey and at aristoandco.ca and on TikTok at the art of femininity.